Hello. It's podcast. Fucking introduce yourself. Hi, score. Your score from Twitch Twitter dot score at scoreland. Yeah, I'm at scoreland on Twitter and scoreland on Tumblr. Fucking everywhere, every website you can think of except a few porn ones. I am, I am on them. <laughs> on those, my username's a secret. That, uh, that's a secret for me to know and for you to guess. Um, <laughs> I'm also Scarlan on Twitch when I stream once in half a year. Uh, introduce yourself, Arvid. Hi, I'm Arvid. I'm Breakdown707 everywhere. Except in real life, that's it. If I if I'm if I'm not there as that, then I'm not on this website. I stream sometimes. You wouldn't know. It's been about a month and a half because <laughs> I've been. I don't even know. I've been doing shit. That's being responsible with us streaming. Imagine streaming regularly. It's fucked yeah, up. right? That's fucked. Imagine actually, you know, starting up the stream and going, I'm gonna stream now. Yeah. Anyway, how's your week? It's patch day, so I'm a very happy boy. I'm a very I'm a big happy boy. It's 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 fucking it's patch three point five for Final Fantasy fourteen. It's out today, baby. Well, maybe yesterday. What, what's in it? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> There's a bunch Good. of shit. I, I, um, let's see. Let me see. Can we find the patch notes? Because I didn't save them. There's a new bushed in front. There's fucking, yeah, let's look at these patch notes, baby. Hi, honey. Ooh, they added side quests about. Yeah, they added this whole uh, new um, like weird side area, like Eureka was in Stormblood, where it's, like it's a whole separate leveling thing, and you get to you get to do a forty-eight man raid and big big battles, and it's cool. Hmm. And you get your upgrades to your resistance weapons, and you get upgrades to the sky steel tools. They're adding 720 housing plots, which will be gone uh -huh. within five minutes. Housing market's not doing well in Final Fantasy. No, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not getting a fucking house unless you're some kind of demon. That's why I just bought an apartment, because there is no chance of me getting a house. Well, <laughs> they had a new emote, which is just some dude doing it to him. That, that's a lot like real life, isn't it? Yeah. Social commentary coming out from Final Fantasy fourteen. Wow. 3.5. I fucking wish I could still get into MMOs. Oh, MMOs is so good. 
I my last experience with an MMO was playing World of Warcraft for s six months and maxing out every single character I had and then never looking back. I mean that's fair. And I was just like, no, that's enough for me. Like I was one day I was leveling up my fucking my Dark Knight and then I was like, you know what? I have better ways to spend my time. I've been staring at, at these plague zombies for the last yeah. 30 minutes. I have everything on a macro. I think I think <laughs> it'd be the Warcraft. I'm not even playing. I'm barely breathing. <laughs> I'm just staring, staring at, at paint dry would be more exciting to me. I was like, no, I just couldn't. I couldn't anymore. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've, I've been working on a script for a for a podcasty thing, but as the thing that kind of spurred that was in the month of August, I played uh, 250 plus hours of Final Fantasy XIV. Oh my god. I, I got in the fucking zone. I... Something happened to me. She <laughs> was taken. Yeah, I was, I was taken away. I was hoisted off. Although are you wearing headphones? Because I can super hear myself through your mic. So I'll put on headphones. Alright. No, dude. Final Fantasy fucking. That shit, no that shit claimed my soul. Hmm? Yeah. I just said we should cut this part with the headphones. Yeah. You're getting to watch the how the sausage is made. The is anyone watching? I don't know. Yeah. Well, if they are, they're getting to see the sausage being made. Oh, anyway, yeah. you were taken by the by the yeah. By the Final Fantasy stream. fourteen took my soul, and it's. It like it lured me with the possibility of getting it back, but then it's like, hey, we're gonna drop the new patch now, and then the five point four is coming out in December. I'm like, well, guess I'm staying. Yes, yes, sir, Mister Final Fantasy. Yes, yes, Yoshida, you can keep my soul. Thank you. Oh god. And that's and that's how you died. Uh, that is how I died. And were realm reborn. Oh yeah. Huh? No. <laughs> huh? That we kind uh, of did it. I I did it. I did Final Fantasy. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy is good. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. What the fuck? What else have I even been playing? I was playing a we bit of. I played, yeah, I played Among Us. I realized I'm really bad at that. I'm very bad at lying under pressure. You just need to be more aggressive. Yeah, but then I just say the right. <laughs> say, I found her body in navigation. It's like, no, she died in the other one. Oh, then you go, then you're fucking. Impossible. Well, you moved up only after the fact. 
No, it's, but... it's all about just fucking applying pressure and being aggressive. Just like D&D, you just need to be aggressive. Yeah. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. I anyway. got I got gifted Hades. So I've been playing a little oh. bit of that. I've got the I've got the time to put much time into it. Uh, but I got like four or five hours into it. I beat the first boss. Um, I really like the shield. That's a very cool weapon. Mm. I liked the bow a lot more when I managed to make a build with it that wasn't garbage. Because mm. um, the first time I took the bow, I got the like the sniper upgrade where it does a bunch of fucking damage if you hit it at like max range. But I'm you're never at max range. So I just kind of had a mediocre bow for the whole thing and every now and then got like the long range sniper shot off. I hear that game really opens up after your first successful run. Hmm. Well we'll see when I get there. Yeah. I mean I'm still I'm still very much in like in the in the main progression. That's, that's um, a bold like for you. Yeah, I'm still getting, getting my upgrades, getting all my things, unlocking weapons. I unlocked all the base weapons, and then they were like, hey, there's two more. Like, okay. Cool. And then you were like, hmm, this reminds me of my favorite roguelike, Rogue. <laughs> yeah, they put Rogue on the Steam store, didn't they? They were like, yeah, hey. They put it's a, it's a roguelike. Like. It's a traditional roguelike. Yeah. That's such a fucking a terrible genre name because it means nothing. Yeah, God. No, I had a fucking I tweet about it, but I'm like, I, I, it's slightly annoying that roguelite just means roguelike now, or the other way around. Because. God damn it, that's one of the weird gamer genres that's actually really specific. It's Roblox having the problem that FPS games had back in the day when they were called Doom clones. Mm. Where we just have this game and that's the game that it's like, even if it isn't really. Yeah, but then we invented the roguelite because it has progression now. And if you're a roguelike, then you don't have a progression. Well. I'm upset. I'm pedantic about gamer words. You sure are. I, I scream. My favorite Doom clone is Halo. <laughs> my favorite Wolf and Doom. I fucking love Wolf and Doom. That was my favorite thing where they were like... Like, oh, we're gonna start calling first-person shooters Wolfendooms? And everyone's like, yes, please. That's Wolf amazing. That's so good. It's the best. Because, like, video game genres never made any sense. They didn't. What's the... What's the one for Metroidvania? Um... Oh, it's like the the Japanese term for it or something, where it's called like a a search action, what the fuck? or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's more is that's actually kind of descriptive. It's like good old schluters. I love schluter. It sounds Schluter's it sounds horny. I hate saying it. 
It's it's Schluter. Schluter and um Schluter. So hack and slash Schluters. Wait, what? If you use a sword, it's a Schluter. Because it's a it's a slash looter, because yeah. you slash with your with with your blade. Yeah, it's a slaughter. Oh my god! I don't... My favorite. <laughs> Diablo's my favorite slaughter. No, stop! <laughs> All I can think about is that fucking I don't that fucking Trump tweet. Where it goes, it's very normal to say someone's getting schlonged when you're beating them badly. What? <laughs> no, have you seen that? What? It was like when I said Hillary got schlonged by Obama, I meant we got beaten badly. <laughs> very common term, you fools. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, what is that? This is not a real thing. No, very common term. That's not a thing and never has been, never will be. Well, very well known saying. I found my favorite Wolf and Doom game Titanfall. I miss Titanfall. Titanfall is good. I am still sad that Titanfall 2 does not have the smart gun, and that's probably the only reason I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a good game, but I really miss the smart gun. I I wish it wasn't like a kill streak. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a real one, a real thing. That's because people were like, oh, it's people were so fucking whiny about that gun, even though it was borderline useless in PvP. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. It wasn't that good. Because the thing is, if someone's targeting you with the fucking smart gun, turn around, shoot them in the face once, and that's it. Yeah. They will not kill <laughs> exactly. you in the time it takes you to if do If you that. have a real gun, you win that fight. And if you know how to move right, you will break the lock. Yeah. So, it's literally Scrubs being like, oh, it's so fucking hard to deal with this gun that is only good against minions. The only reason you lose against a smart gun is if you're a bad gamer. You heard it here first. I want to play Titanfall 1 at some point with people. I love the... the is it still alive? Like, can you still play that? Yeah, the servers are still alive, I think. Hmm. Let me check. I haven't checked. I remember I, I played 2 for a while. Um... Because it was just the one broken SMG that I used instead, because that was a really fun weapon. Uh, eh, eh. But, um, Let's see if EA's website will load, because EA is not good at anything. <laughs> no, Titanfall 7 is still running. Damn, okay. Should play it after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing that game go on sale for like two dollars. Like it's legit. The fuck, it's the Skull Girls of shooters. Pretty much. It's wild. Anyway, speaking of, it's been a couple of weeks, so this news isn't entirely fresh. 
But oh god, the Mike C shit. The oh the culmination of the Mike C fucking arc. Everyone betray me. Where he fucking go no what even happened? He He fired everyone. No, they were having like a like a meeting and they were like, here are uh demands, stop being a shit. And he was like, no, this is unacceptable, I will never change. He fired everyone. And then, like, he fired everyone who spoke up against him. Then the rest of them left, and he's left, like, holding Lab Zero's, like, crushed husk of a corpse. And yeah, doesn't and own the IP to Skullgirls. Yeah, and like uh, uh, last week, I think he shut the Lab Zero officially shut down. Yeah, I remember because uh, that came out with um, with the announcement that fucking Indivisible would stop getting support. Yep. Which is kind of sad. I never played that game, but I know a lot of people who liked it. I know it was divisive. Yeah. <laughs> As the fitting of its name. It was it was a it was a divisive video game. You could say that indivisible was somewhat divisible. In indivisible. Wild. Do you remember Mike Z in that? Now he's a big very big strong man. Remember how Mike Z was like, no, who needs, we're not going to put in move lists because only scrubs don't just learn the moves by heart. You fucking prick. It was like, are you for real? Are you for real? That game has like 800 fucking moves. I'm so glad he doesn't own Skullgirls. Skullgirls has now moved to the, uh, to be devoted. Further developed by the company that works on the mobile game. Yeah, I remember hearing. Because this was all like, this whole debacle took place right when, like, the new character got announced. Mm. And there was the big trailers like, here she is in the in the mobile game, and we look forward to seeing how cool she is in the main game. Oh, oh well. no. Oh no. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking mess. Man. Why does Mike Z have to be like this? All he needed to do was shut the fuck up. Can we can this be enough for fighting game controversy in twenty twenty? No. We had we no. had no shut up. We no. had every single Smash player being outed as a awful person. Uh, Mike Z. What like what's next? What the fuck is next? And How don't you fucking don't tell you... me there's something else I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. Did you see the fucking listing that someone put up? They were selling their copy of Smash. And they put a description, I love this game, but uh, all the pros left when the game turned 18. Uh, all the pros lost interest. 
Oh, I'm so sad. That's what happened. Uh, here's the thing, though. This is exactly what fucking what Nintendo was afraid of happening with Smash. That that was the fear. Uh, you're right. I mean, you're right. Now it happened. Well, you hate it. Mm, thanks. I hate it. I hate it very much. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing Evo's dead. Thanks, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Wizard. Oh, thank you, buddy. You did it. You didn't remember that one, did you? I had, su I had suppressed it from my mind. Yeah, little Mr. Wizard. Now it's run by the, uh, the I don't remember the names, the people that made GGPO. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean... I can't remember the names either, but yeah, they're cool. They made, what, uh, fucking, what was the mech fighting game? If you like rollback, then it must be cool. The mech one? They made a mech fighting game with no motions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, what the fuck is that called? Hold on. I uh. Gee, I know. I know exactly what what it's called. It starts with like an R. Rising Thunder. Rising Thunder, that's the one. Yeah, it's uh, not being developed by the community. Yeah, I heard that game's good. I haven't played it, but I heard it's good. Hmm. Now they're working on that fucking League of Legends fighting game. Oh yeah! Wait, are they? Yeah, they they the comp their company was purchased by Riot. Well, dude, if if the Riot if the Riot fighting game has rolled back and is free to play, if it's free to play and has rolled back, and isn't like isn't like mega predatory. We might, we might, we might be onto something. There might be an actual big fighting game that might happen. Something may happen to fighting games. They might have a chance. Maybe. That's very exciting. I didn't know about that. They I... just need to not fuck it up somehow. They just need to not fuck it up. Because League of Legends is a bad game. And that game's very popular. It, Imagine well, if they made a good game. It really isn't a bad game, it just became bad over time. I disagree. It just became bad and kept getting worse. League smells. It do, it do smell, but that don't mean that it's a bad game. Smash smells, as we know. No, Smash just 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 smell. the players. The game itself doesn't smell. I'll I'll fucking sit here and defend MOBAs. League is better than Dota. I said it. I fucking said it. Oh yeah. Of course it is. Still good though. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't actually have a host of this. I haven't played League in like fucking seven years now. No, me neither. I played League back in like early high school. Back in like year 10. I hit the gold one and quit. I didn't even get there. I was like, wow. This looks a lot worse than the trailers. That game's like, that game is 11 years old now. No, wait, it's even older than that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, 2009. It's, uh, it's, that game's 11 years old. 2000? Holy shit. Well. It's almost its birthday. In okay. two weeks. Good for it. I think part of what fucks up MOBAs for me, and maybe League specifically, because it's the one I've actually had the experience with most. It's that... Because it's, it's all about the characters, right? They're all about the characters. They're like, wow, look at our cool characters. Look at these cool outfits. Look at our weird, like... Fucking... K-pop band. That's maybe real and maybe not. They have they have a real metal band. It's called Pentakill. That's kind of cool. I do know about that. But the thing is, none of that exists in the game. And that sucks for me. Because I want the pretty characters. I'd buy skins if they looked good. But they, they're so small and so low res. That, like, doesn't make a difference, and it makes me sad. See, I... I want I want to give you money for the hot girls. You can play the hot girls, and they usually tend to update models every once in a while. Oh, my anime waifu. I just play as, like, fucking Monster Mash people. Because, like, and you need to see a lot of the map. The, the main thing with the characters is... You're not going to see their face, you're not going to see their front, you're just going to see the at an angle from the back. The top of their head. Yeah, that's why when you buy a skin, you buy ones that change the effects. Yeah. Those skins with special effects with them. That's, mm. that's what you do. I spent way too much money on League. Like... I have happily not spent that much on League. I quit before I had money. Well, that's good for you. Thank you. I'm very, I'm very proud of myself. Now I just, now I just desperately want to spend money on gacha games instead. No. What? Don't play gacha games. So I've been playing Genshin Impact. Why? It's really, really good. And I don't know if that makes it better or worse. The best way to get people to keep playing your gacha game is to have it actually be fun. Because it is one of the most... It is it is the, one of the games with the worst microtransactions I have ever seen. Like, it is like... $35 for a single temple. And that's... That's fucking wild. 
That is wild. But the game is so fucking fun. Like, it's just a really good game. It's like, it got compared a lot to Breath of the Wild. And I don't... Mm. Not entirely unfairly. It has a lot of stuff that's super duper similar to Breath of the Wild. But I think it's better than Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways. Especially when it comes to stuff like the combat. It's like miles and miles ahead of Breath of the Wild. It's much prettier. It looks much better than... There was a pretty funny image that went around of... The, the comparison between Genshin Impact and Pokemon. And so I was like, hey, which one's the million dollar company? Yeah, that was comparison like, was pretty dumb, though. Because for those comparisons, they always take out the ugliest part of one game to compare with one of the prettier parts. No, yeah, game. but it, even, like, yeah, someone in the comments was, like, showed, like, the one fucking, the fairy city from Sword and Shield. And it's like, yeah, that is the one good-looking scene in that game. And the Let's Genshin hold, screenshot hold. is every Genshin screenshot. The difference is also with that Pokemon screenshot, 90% of the screen was the water. <laughs> he showed, whoever that was, showed 10% of the actual land and 90% water. And yeah, the water's going to be pretty boring. It's not a good comparison to make. If you want to make an app comparison, have a similar type of geography in your photo. No, no, sure. That screenshot wasn't fantastic. But I think, like, since people made that point, people have been posting more screenshots, and it is still a fair comparison in that Pokemon looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Genshin Impact's pretty pretty. Because the Genshin shot was, like, some random-ass field. Like, it wasn't even, like, really a designed area, and it still looked much better than... Like, even the the pretty bits of Pokemon. Hmm. I get you. Yeah. But then there was the stuff about... Oh, God, there was so much shit. Um, right around when it came out... Well, not when it came out, because it's been out. But when it became a thing, um, there were, like, several people who, like... Um, decided, like, not, not to talk about it, because, like, they censored the words Taiwan and stuff in chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiananmen Square. Um, this podcast is now banned in China. Oh, it's good. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's the thing I'm like, someone brought up, it's like, yeah, they're a Chinese company. Like, th this isn't them necessarily like saying that like this is just they literally wouldn't be allowed to be a video game if they didn't do that it's like i don't think it's the same thing as a western game doing something like that it's tencent right the company that owns Genshin impact it's mihoyo Let's see who owns Mihoyo. Um, I don't know, actually. I'm gonna assume yes. 
Because do you share? Tencent has ties to the Chinese government. Um, I don't know about Mihoyo, but I uh... Tencent have their fingers in a lot of pies, so I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm let I'm not gonna. Assume. Yeah. No, it's um, can't find anything about it. It doesn't. Oh, Mihoyo, Tencent. Uh, Chinese oh, developer Mihoyo partnered with KFC. There's a list of every uh, oh, fucking ah, goddamn PC gamer. Um, a list of companies that Tencent has uh, shares in. Riot Games, one hundred percent. Yep. Uh, Lovely. Riot Games is owned completely by Tencent. Epic Games is 40% owned by Tencent. There's, they own a bit of Bluehole, Ubisoft, Activision, Blizzard. Can't find me, are you? Doesn't look like they're related. Mm, At least that's, not that's actually overtly. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah, this, this is literally just them like having to having to put that in their game. To be allowed to exist, which I like. Like I don't think anyone's like people can like not that sort of but like boycott whatever they want. But I don't know. I don't feel like it's an entirely fair comparison. Hmm. To, I mean, to some other companies doing it. Be the way censorship be the way it is. They're yeah. making money, you know. Yeah. Like, I'll be real. Eh. Eh. Mwah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of censorship, but I guess I shouldn't be, I guess, living where I live, I'm kind of familiar with it. Um. It's it's the kind of thing where they probably didn't have a choice. Um, yeah. I mean, outside of just losing all the money they put into the game, which I mean, they're probably rich at this point, so I don't think they <laughs> care that much. But yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like if if the options are like release the game but have to censor Taiwan and chat, or stop making the game and don't be allowed to release it and like like it's their choice but it doesn't mean that people have to be happy with that choice yeah like yeah. they can choose to abide by senses and people can choose to be like hey that's fuck you we that's like a bad we one. can acknowledge that you're doing it because you don't have a choice but also fuck that choice yeah. That was a good game, though. I almost have enough money for a for another ten pull. Hopefully, I can roll that point have... that point three percent chance to get the green twink. Did you pull on any banners yet? Um, 
no, I, I don't have. I don't. I'm. I don't think I only have five, uh, four star characters. I don't, I don't have any of the, of the big ones. I want the red boy because he's hot and he's fire element. Also, I want Virgil. Virgil? Yeah, there's one of the animal ladies is just Virgil. It's very good. That, that's neat. It's great. <laughs> she's one of the five star swells, so I haven't got fine chance of getting up, but she's cool. I'm a, I'm a fan. That's 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 yeah. What have you been playing? Have you been playing anything? I played Among Us, and I played um. I was visiting my partner in the UK, and I played through the entirety of DMC three and DMC four. Those games are mm -hmm. fucking good. I accidentally played DMC three on yellow mode on a yellow mode, if you know what that means. Um, I do not. Tell me about so it. So DMC three has to, an option to play the game in yellow or gold mode. Yellow mode means if you die, you restart the entire mission. Oh. And, and boss fights tend to be at the end of the mission. Uh, oh, gold mode is. Right. Gold mode is if you die, you restart in the room before the one you died in. I didn't know. Picked yellow mode, and DMC3 is a difficult game. DMC3 in Europe, the European Extreme, uh, the lowest difficulty is normal, which is the Japanese... Uh, sorry. The lowest difficulty is easy, which is Japanese normal, the medium difficulty is Japanese hard, which is fucked. If you play that Damn. game on normal, congratulations! You've played on the <laughs> you've played on the hard difficulty <laughs> from the start. It's a fun, I love those games so much. I love how Dante is cool and lame, and he's doing it while also not knowing what sex is. He doesn't know what sex. He just he knows pizza. He thinks sex is when adults go into the room and play air guitars. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Those games also aged like like fine wine. Because I played the original versions, mm. not the uh, special edition. Oh, okay. Which means, I, I, which means I wasn't playing with uh, the new characters and rebalancing. And those games are really good. Um, DMC4 is clearly a game that was not finished. Like, you can tell they kind of ran out of time towards the end. Because that game has... You play as Nero, you run through all the the entire game, basically. Then you play as Dante and run through the entire game in reverse. And then there's a boss rush mode. Uh, there's a boss rush level where you fight every boss in the game in one mission. That's well, cool. every boss except the best boss. Oh. Um, so you fight the same set of bosses and see the same, you see every level twice and you fight the same set of bosses three times. Which, they're fun bosses, but that's still a very clear sign of they kind of ran out of time. <laughs> also, fuck that final boss, I hate it. I, 
I was so bad at fighting the final boss of that game because it's the one fight where it's more of a, you know, when a game, an action game, decides, you know, what, this fight's a puzzle actually. This one's a puzzle now. Sucks. I hate it, but it's so fucking. <laughs> yeah, this one's a puzzle, and if you die, restart the level. It's like, fuck. Oh no. Do you? Like I was, I did not die once in my DMC four playthrough because I was just too scared. I was too afraid to die. Damn. So I played real careful. Um. Those games have so much fucking depth and tech in them. I finished both games and then I looked back and I was like, oh, there's like fucking, there's like fifty moves I didn't know about. Oh, that's cool. Like, I look back and like, wait, Nero can fucking summon swords? What? Okay. I need to play for... I real I have it on my PS4. Yeah, I, was, I was digging through my library for like shit I could possibly stream. And I'm like, ooh, DMC for special edition. I'm a... Three and four are fucking amazing. One has aged. And two is not worth playing. Is two the bad one? I keep hearing I've only yeah. played five. I hear two is the bad one? Two is two is a game that was made in four months. Oh. That's because the Okay. So about the development of Resident Evil of uh, DMC two and three. Uh the director of DMC three came in on the last four months of DMC two, and by that time they only finished the stinger. Oh, they boy. then made the game in four months, and the game was shit, and he went, I cannot let this be my fucking legacy, and he made <laughs> DMC 3, and DMC 3 is one of the best character action games ever made still. Oh. They also have an obsession with making sure that every single thing you see in a cutscene you can do in-game. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, or hearing someone say that. I think that's, to the that's point, really cool. To the point where you can see in the in one of the cutscenes the reason why Dante has a motorcycle in DMC Five. That's cool. And it has the same move set in the cutscene. Also, um, that's really I really really like that as as a philosophy. Those games also have a lot of callbacks to earlier games, from the demons you fight to the noble enemies. To like plot hmm. stuff. Like every single, almost every single demon in five was a weapon in a previous game. That's really cool. That's really and, cool. And um, all, all the three uh, demons that V has are enemies from DMC1. And there's a reason for that. They they know how to fucking how to fluff everyone's nuts <laughs> with those games. It was great. Also, well, holy shit! The, these games. The the path of going from DMC three to DMC four and style switching becoming a thing you can do on the fly is just it's so fucking crazy. Because mm. in DMC four in DMC three you need to use the golden statues to uh, change your style or weapons. Oh, really? And then, yeah. 
You Damn. you can't do it on the fly except in the new Switch port, which they modded in, and it just makes the game the easiest thing ever. I remember that. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that game also has a tiny Easter egg in that one of the styles is called doppelganger, and it allows you to summon a doppelganger using when you DT. And if you have a second controller plugged in, the second controller controls the doppelganger. Wait, what? Yep. That's so but cool. It's the best. Also, um, that's spoiler for a game that is like 20 years old now. Virgil's in the game. There's a fight where Virgil helps you and second controller controls Virgil. That's amazing. It's my favorite Easter egg in a game. That's so neat. That's so neat. Um, then you go to DMC4. And first of all, the Dante fights in DMC4 are the hardest fights in the game, because it's a plot point that Dante could have ended all of that if he just cared enough. Because <laughs> everything in that game is like a fucking joke to him. And then you see He's him just so cool. switch styles on the fly, and you go, hold on. Did Dante just fucking gun trick sold me? Are you, are you style switching on me? Are you fucking got, is Dante styling on me? And Dante's like, ooh. <laughs> and then you control Dante and you go, hold on, the D-pad does what? Dante goes, wacky woohoo, gun trick sword. <laughs> yeah. Gun trick sword royal. Also, um, those games have a weird thing where DMC3, you have red orbs. I like to call them raw orbs. Mm, They're sure. how you buy, your, you buy your techniques and your items with it, which, yes, I used items. I know. You used items know that, and you fucking I know casual. that's basically a fucking crime. I used <laughs> items. I didn't want to restart 30 minute missions sorry no that's valid i get you um and then dmc force has it so blood or red orbs only buy uh items and your health and dt meter upgrades mm. and for moves you use proud souls and proud souls are something you don't collect in the level you get an amount depending on your ranking at the end of the mission Which means if you're good at that oh. game, you are going to be able to buy a lot of stuff. But if you're bad at the game, you're going to suffer. It's weird. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Also, it's weird to see how Dante's character grows over time to become more and more of a weirdo. Because <laughs> in DLC 1, he's like a generic anime protagonist that is somewhat wacky. Mm. Then you get to DLC 2 and he's an edgy sad boy. Then DLC 3 comes and it's a prequel and Dante's like a fucking... He's a kid and he's like... His design says everything about him where he's wearing a leather jacket over shirtless 
Oh yeah, I remember that design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks terrible. And he's just. I love a, it. There's a reason for it, but I love it because it fits his character so much. Of he's it's just a so cocky dorky. asshole. <laughs> the, Dante is the embodiment of chaotic neutral. He's and really just like he's living his life. And then DMC4 comes and Dante jokes about pizza while shooting the Pope in the face. And you're like, what? God. I love yeah. you can you can summarize each game by like the summary of DMC4 is maybe Michael had a good reason to shoot the Pope in the face. Maybe he did. God, I I played the very first bit of DMC4. I got to like second boss or something where I stopped. Hmm. And that god I just remember like that first fucking the, the first Dante fight, like the very beginning, is just so cool. Like that seems so good. It's <laughs> the fucking Nero starts fucking he just holds his sword and Dante just puts his sword upside down and fucking twists like a motorcycle. It's like, huh? What the fuck are you doing? Dummy, can, love, can my sword love... do this? Fucking love that Nero's sword revs. It is the, the coolest shit in the world. And he he uses it as like an a period at the end of his sentences. Like whenever he emphasizes the price to be cool, he goes vroom. <laughs> it's like it's like now I'm going to fight you. It's like, bro, this is the, it is the coolest shit. It's, it's the sort of thing I would invent when I was 12. And as an yeah. almost 22 year old, it is still the coolest shit ever. It's also one of the most stylish fucking mechanics in a video game. Because one of the abilities you can buy is, um... First of all, the reason you rev the sword is you can get, uh, you can max act it, which do makes your next attack deal more damage. It's a controlled yeah. crit. You can get an ability that makes it so if you press the rev button in the right timing after landing an attack, it will instantly get to max act. Oh yeah, yeah. it works like in like in five. A lot of a lot of Nero's abilities are. If you press the button in the exact right timing, you will fucking ruin everyone's day. Yeah. It's the best. It's so cool. Um, yeah, so I played those two. Uh, I watched my partner Teal play through the entirety of Dead Space 1. Ooh, that's a good game. That game's great. It's just, it's parts of it are not. That final boss is fucking terrible. It's um, fine. That game is also built to stress you the fuck out. Hell yeah. Like, the hallways in that game, my partner, they, uh, we were playing that game together, and at the end they went, if you weren't here, I would not have finished this game. And that's because... Every part of the game is built so that the things you're used to will terrify you even more 
and the things you don't expect will always fucking happen, even if you think you expect them. Mm. Um, the hallways, every wall is built so that it has a slight indent, so that until you are next to it, you can't see if it leads to another hallway. Which means Great. every wall can be a fucking enemy closet. Of course. Also, the game is not afraid to just have the 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 every vent is a danger because the necromorphs can crawl into and out of vents and follow you. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked. Um, it's a shame it turns into a bit of an action schlock towards the end, but yeah. Also, that I love when games when the first weapon you get in the game can carry you through the entire game. Yeah, that's honestly one of my favorite parts about um, Dead Space is just that it is perfectly viable to just use the fucking laser cutter to get through the whole thing. Teal didn't even buy any weapons aside from the line gun because we were just like plasma cutter, line gun, done. That's all you need for the rest of the game. It really is. And the line gun is just a bigger plasma cutter. <laughs> yeah, you get the plasma cutting. They get the plasma cutter big. Yeah. It's like hell and that's yeah. The, and it's it it feels good. That game when you just pop a necromorph and every limb flies off, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. Also, I enjoy the progression between games of uh just Isaac Stomp getting more desperate and more powerful. Because in the first game, it's just a normal, it's um, a normal stomp, but environmental it, storytelling. Like in the first game, you stomp and things just fucking evaporate and explode from the force of a stomp, and it's just him doing a normal stomp. Mm. In the second game, he starts yelling whatever he stomps, and you can see. The, he, him turn on the fucking gravity thing on his boots when he stomps. So he's like fucking magnetizing down. Yeah. And in the third game, he's just fucking screaming whenever he stomps and telling all the necromorphs to fuck off. <laughs> big screamy boy. He do big scream. Also, it was a further proof that graphics have not changed much since 2008. Really haven't. Those... Dead, Space... Dead Space 1 still looks fucking great. Yeah. Like Jenny, like uh, early Gen... Is it Gen 7? Uh... Think so? Uh, like early, yeah, early 7th Gen games like still look good if they looked good. There, like, there yeah. were obviously like a lot of games that looked like garbage and then we moved on and on and on until we got like the the last of us at the end of that generation which is i think it's fucking phenomenal just seeing the the difference in graphics stuff available on the same hardware the thing is i i think like looking at the first ps3 game versus the final one i think graphically the last of us one aged worse than dead space just because it was so busy graphically because uh, you look at the Last of Us one, and you can see where the you can see where the textures end, and you mm. can see where the square parts of the models go. But then you go in a game like Dead Space or DMC, and you it aside from a few shifty side boxes, 
they could very well fit on a PS4. Hmm. Maybe and, not the yeah, hair, though. Um, admittedly, I, I haven't revisited either recently, so I can't, don't actually remember what they look like, but... The, the only thing you... we've... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. The, the one thing we've gotten much better at is hair. Because yeah. early-gen hair was <laughs> a bit of a joke. It's like, oh, it's a female character. She has short hair because it's 7th gen consoles. So, um... We don't know how to do long hair. It's like, and don't... When they, whenever... Please, don't make me do a fucking physics object. <laughs> and whenever they do a long hair, it's like a fucking... It's a cowl, really. It's a hoodie. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I, like... I'll be right back. Someone is at my door. Sure. Sorry. Like, oh, they've got they've got a ponytail. <laughs> oh, I'm that that's honestly one of the one of the best parts about next gen is that we got to have long hair in games again. I just think that's very exciting. As as a as a long hair fan. <sighs> it's good. Oh, so anyway, how about that Monster Hunter? There's a the new movie's coming out and there's news being leaked from it. And it sounds kind of interesting. I'm kind of excited for the movie. Like I It might be alright. I didn't realize Ron Pelman was in this, which is very fun. When is Monster Hunter Rise coming out? Cause there's a there's a lot of Monster Hunter right now. There's the movie. There's Rise. Sorry about that. Hello. And we're back. Um, yeah. Fucking hair was just cows and cats, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Among Us is fun. Do you like Monster Hunter? Because there's I... there's news about the movie. Oh yeah. Because right, Monster Hunter Rise is it's coming out in March. It's very exciting. It looks kind of cool. But what I'm more excited about is Meowskular Chef. The man, the Meowskular Chef. Monster Hunter World's brawny feline canteen overseer and the sidekick to Ron Perlman's character apparently has a f flirtatious relationship with Mila Jovovich's character. Absolutely. And that's all we know. But uh, a... Mila Jovovich has the hearts for Palico. She has the hots for the strongest palico. The biggest, strongest, good at cookingest palico with an eye patch. Is there a photo? Uh, not of him in the movie, but like he. 
I don't know if you've seen it in the movie, but like people posting just just pictures of how he looks in the world. It's just oh, he's a big old boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> some of the um, Paul W. S. Anderson said in an interview. We couldn't make a Monster Hunter movie without having a Palico, so we definitely lean into the Palico. It's like, fuck Is yeah. Is Palico just going to be a fucking, like, terrible cat, the, just a cat's monstrosity? See, I kind of don't hope so, because while that would be fucking hilarious, I'm kind of excited for this movie now. Why? It sounds like it has a fun energy to it. Have you watched any of the Resident Evil movies? I haven't. In fact, I have not. But do not be excited. D- Please do not be excited. But Don't I'm be excited staying for optimistic. This. Don't. Those movies are fucking terrible. They're the actual worst. And they have the worst cases of my OC is so cool. Are they anything like actual Resident Evil? Like, at all? They borrow elements. What what does that mean? From Resident Evil. What does that mean? (laughs) They... Characters are mentioned, and some cool. are in the movie. Cool. But they are very removed from what they. Uh... Mila Jovovich has a punch fight with the, with Nemesis and wins. Oh, she has a big punch fight. Oh, yes, yeah, she, that's she good. punches Nemesis to death, and Nemesis punches her, and she no sells it. How strong is she? She's the strongest because she's the director's wife. Um, sure. She also at some point has a clone army and she fights Wesker with the clone wait, army. Wait, she's got a clone army? What? She's got a clone army? Of herself? Of Okay, I, I mean, I guess. That's, and then the yeah. next movie, the, they just forget about the clones. They just... Goodbye, clones. Oh. There they also, go. It, every single character that, that isn't Mila dies immediately. Well, yeah, obviously, she's the protagonist. She's the only one that matters. The there's a part where she basically goes, step aside, Claire. This is my fight. Referring to Claire Redfield. Oh my god! It's not good, man. It's not. It's not good. That's that's wild. Those I've, movies are bad. I need to watch these movies at some point. I've literally only like absorbed them like fourth hand. If you want fun schlock movies, watch the animated Resident Evil movies. Specifically the third one, because that one's just amazing. I that didn't, one has I didn't, I didn't scenes even know where Leon animated is... ones. 
Oh, that movie has scenes where Leon is basically Dante. Oh, yes. It's the fucking best. I'm going to send just the every once in a while clips from that movie will appear like that amazing gunfight <laughs> and where they're running in circles. It's, oh, hell it's, yeah. That movie has the best gunfight in any movie ever. And also the best chase scene in any movie ever. It's Resident Evil Vendetta. Is the movie I'm referring to. Excellent. You can watch the third one without the first two, because there's fucking no... Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? It's it's a fucking trip. It's ninety seven movie mo, fuck movies. It's ninety seven yes. minutes of pure schlock. That's exciting. That's what we need. In this bitch of an earth, we need we need some bad movies. I just wanna. Oh, it also has a forty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's good. That's the best. That's. <laughs> That's the best movies. The between forty and fifty on Drawn Tomatoes. That that's the sort of that's the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. That's where you find the good old movies. It's pretty great. Some good good movie. Good mm. good terrible movie. Leon drinks a lot of that movie. He's, the, that movie, the fucking oh, the lesson from cool. the the movie ends with everyone basically going, "We're all scarred mentally forever now." <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Like that's literally the ending. It's just them going, "Well, that no, that's done with. We're all just gonna suffer from a mental and emotional scars as a result of this." <laughs> as they fly into the sunset. <laughs> How it's exciting. Beautiful. The movie's fucking amazing. It's the movie that you need to watch and just every once in a while go like look at a scene and think what were the characters thinking here? What what was their plan? What's the thought process? Why did point. that zombie after attack after killing a police squad hide under the bed? <laughs> Why did the zombie do that? Why did Why? 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 It's great. Everyone watch that movie right now. It was a movie. Find... Find your local movie lender <laughs> and watch that movie. Go rent a movie like it was the olden days. Fuck you. I don't know if that movie's worth any money. No. I, I just want to see how much that movie made. <laughs> um, Resident Evil Vendetta made 1.6 million at the box office. How much did it cost to make? What was his budget? Because that feels very low. 
That is very low. Um, would it be like forty I, million dollars? I don't think it says here anywhere. It's an animated CG movie, so it can't be that cheap. Yeah. Oh, I also watched Akira with Teal. Akira's good. That movie's fucking fantastic. It is gorgeous. Um, and I found footage of the of that was released recently of a cancelled Akira game. Oh. That Akira ca- game that was meant to be released on the Mega Drive. Oh, or was it the Genesis? Um, it was a 16-bit game, and with it was released a fucking 16-bit rendition of the entire movie score. Which That's kind of neat. Very exciting to me. I'll send you the uh, the footage. Of the game. Yeah, sure. I think um, it was found by Unseen sixty four, which, if you know anything about them, they do a lot of good work. I don't think I'm familiar. Unseen sixty four finds and archives a lot of uh, cancelled and uh, beta cancelled and beta footage of ancient ancient games. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, that game looked fucking weird. Uh, there's a scene there where you're in the hospital as fucking, oh god, I forgot his name. Tetsuo. Mm. Uh, where you're playing as Tetsuo in the hospital, and you're doing the things, and it looks kind of like Doom. Um, okay. There's like chase levels and platformer levels. That game seems to have had a bit of everything. Apparently, it was cancelled due to budgetary limitations and hardware limitations. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not mad about that. That's cool. Yeah. Wait, by uh, THQ? Yep. Ooh. Back when THQ was still a thing. Oh, the better days. The better days. It was going to have a port for the SNES, for the Mega Drive, slash Genesis, and, uh, yeah. Hmm. And the Game Gear. Oh, yeah. Fucking Game Gear. Hell yeah, baby. And that that was that was my week. I came back here and I also found out that um my university is gonna be fully online this year, which means that's pretty exciting. As well as still dealing with COVID. Yeah. That's not as good. Yeah. COVID's not great. Yeah. It is not great. Well, I need to actually go take a phone call because I've got a thing today. But um, do we take a small, small break and then come back into news? I can throw okay. us to the BRB screen while hey, I go do. do an important call I don't want to do. Oh no! Good uh, luck. All right.
And we're back. Welcome back. So uh, we're getting onto the news. Yeah. I don't know if it's a news thing, but I think it's funny. Hmm. You see that uh, Nintendo was in court over Joy-Con. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah, the someone's. Uh, it was another one of those. Um, do you remember the McDonald's hot coffee thing? Mm-hmm. Where the woman got like third degree burns and eventually died from complications and every headline made it seem like she was just whiny because her coffee was a bit too hot. Yeah, I remember um, that. There's someone asking for a fuck ton of money um, like as a class action lawsuit um, because of Joy-Con drift. And there's a bunch of people going like, oh, they want millions of dollars for themselves because their controller don't work. Um, but yeah, apparently like Nintendo's like um, lawyer firm said like, Joy-Con isn't a real problem and hasn't caused anyone any inconvenience. Wait, Joy-Con isn't a real problem? Yeah, Joy-Con drift is no real problem. I thought the lawyer said, like, literally, Joy-Con isn't a real problem. <laughs> the Joy-Con isn't a real problem. Sure, it's not a real problem, except every fucking person I've known that has a Switch has been complaining about that. Yeah, and, like, I have literally stopped playing my Switch handheld unless I have no other choice because the Joy-Con drift is too, so bad. And it's $80 for a pair of them, so I can't buy new ones. It's almost as if um, Nintendo <sighs> tends to go cheap on the wrong parts of their consoles. Yeah. God, Remember it's... how fucking um, early on the, uh, the Switch... What is it called? The Stand? What, what? Dock. Mm. Uh, people had a problem of their docks scraping their screens. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of made that disappear. Yeah. It's almost, it's, it's almost as if corporations almost... aren't your friend. Yeah. And will always go almost cheap unless if... you call them out for it. Um, yeah. Damn. So most of corporations are bad, especially when they purchase huge corners of an entire medium of art. Like, what <clears throat> if one company owned every major creator in the Western Hemisphere when it came to, oh, I don't know, video games? What? Oh, hi, Microsoft. <laughs> Didn't see you there. <laughs> See, you could have gone there with either Microsoft or Tencent, and I wouldn't have better than I. Oh my god, it's out of... Oh, fuck. But now um, fucking Microsoft's buying all of Bethesda. I'm just now... It's not just Bethesda, it's the company that owns Bethesda. Yeah, it was on the, I'm, I was trying to um, find a list of all the things they fucking bought. Let's see. They... Uh, now... Uh, Zenimax, which owns Bethesda, Arcane, id Software, Machine Games, Tangle Games, Zenimax Online Studios, uh, Alpha Dog Games, which I've never heard of, 
Yes. So they doom they own Doom now. Seven and a half billion dollars. That's too much money. They own now, every good Western game developer pretty much. Here's an interesting thing about that. Have you heard who died recently in the Zenimax board? No. One uh, owner of the Zenimax Studios, Robert Trump, who was, who, yes, is related to Donald Trump. He's his brother. Um, what? Well, was. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know about this. Wait, no, I remember. Oh, I remember hearing about this. Now, oh. and apparently, he's been one of, he's been the only person to hold back, to hold off on letting Microsoft buy Bethesda for a few years now. He was also the one that kept telling them to not switch from the Gamebryo engine. He was the reason they they kept using the same engines, despite the fact the developers have been quitting for years now, because at this point it's bad for the it's it's um what's it's bad for the resumes because they have no familiarity with any other engine except this ancient aging piece of shit engine. Mm. So, the moment he died, Microsoft's now buying now bought Zenimax, and I would not be surprised if uh, all future Bethesda games will no longer use the Gamebryo engine. It's quite the scenario, man. Fuck. Also, uh, fucking who would have guessed this? Yeah, Robert. Who would have guessed that Robert Trump, fucking brother of the president, would be yeah. out of Zenimax? Yeah. No, the, the thing is, it also explains quite a bit. It kind of explains a lot, really. Uh, yeah, it, it explains some things, doesn't it? Also, Obsidian, Bethesda, now looking at each other from across the room, like. So this is awkward. So, so so what do we do now? Follow New Vegas too. <laughs> it's it's Hell the yeah. kind of thing with like because Bethesda wanted to buy Obsidian for the longest time, but now they're mm. both owned by Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They both forcibly moved into the same house, and they're like, "Well, shit." Also, we as now? we out, every generation Microsoft has bought a major game studio. Every generation, they started out by buying the one of the biggest comp like studios of the previous generation. Mm. With the three sixty, they bought Red. With Xbox One, they bought Obsidian. And now with the Series X, oh, you're right. they're buying Bethesda. You're right. Didn't, I didn't, I didn't so, even think about that. Hopefully, I mean, Obsidian's I, been doing fine, yeah. even if it hasn't. I mean, I guess because just Microsoft can't make anything halfway decent themselves, so they just buy people who know how to make stuff. I've heard about the way Microsoft develops games, and it is very obvious they don't understand how games are supposed to be developed. No, I mean... Um, 
you can tell they don't understand how anything from the way they push the way they pretend like uh, game pass is gonna be their big thing and they tout their big subscriber numbers while they give away free subscription months like it's fucking oxygen the thing about game pass is it's kind of like amazon where it's not making any money that kind of thing is just not going to make any money mm. but it's a it's a form of monopoly and control over the market because yeah. they're the biggest game around when it comes to that and it's worth it for people to keep getting that because that's too good of a deal yeah it's worth it just Cause, for the pr because subscriptions are really easy to prey on people with it's literally like the next couple video games, games. Yeah. God, it's I God, I fucking hate the Game Pass. I hate Game Pass so much. I just wish you didn't need the Microsoft Store. Oh. The Game Pass would be a much easier sell if it wasn't bound to the Microsoft Store. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what happens when a company has basically as a, a monopoly over. And I, I know fucking Apple boys and Linux people will go after me for this, but no. Microsoft has a very clear monopoly over PC. Yeah. Apple is very non, obviously. Apple is very much a specialized market. The general market is entirely Windows. Oh yeah. And Linux is a Linux is a non factor. Linux is like zero point five percent. Yeah, it's basically fuck all. The the big the weirdest thing I see with Linux people is they go, oh, you can just you can get a uh, Linux and make your Linux look like Windows, and I'm like, then why not just get Windows? Because Linux is all customizable, and you can. You can if you can put all the so much effort in to make it I don't know, safer, I guess. I don't I I used Linux for a little bit, um, when I was in school because we had to we had to learn it, um or a bit of it at least. Mm. But I never quite got the thing with Linux. Like or I mean, I I get it. I just don't know that it's worth the effort. I get you. Maybe I'm just maybe maybe my brain is small, and maybe I'm not. I'm my brain isn't big enough to comprehend the need for Linux. It's but... uh, it's very much a thing for people that are. That need a hyper specific thing. The kind of people that go, I don't want to deal with the time it takes a window to load. Yeah, it's exactly the sort of. I'll open the, the programs through the command line instead of clicking through boxes because it takes too long and saves on graphics processing. And I'm like. What God the speak fuck? to those people, but that ain't for me. Yeah, it's like, listen, live your best life. You do your thing. You've obviously got 
your 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 thing worked out. It's not for me. Let me click I, the icons. <laughs> Let me I'm just... saying that as someone that uses Linux quite a lot for my degree, and I'm like, I hate it. I hate every moment of it. Yeah, as I said, yeah, like I use Linux a bit for school, um, because um, part of our like general computer learning class was we had to learn like the basics of Linux. Hmm. I was just always like, like I get it. Like it was never like, it was never that difficult. Like I could figure it out because I had enough of like just computer understanding power. But hmm. I just never quite got it. I get you. The devotion needed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It's 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 a it's basically its own fucking field. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely is. Yeah, good for them. It's yeah. I this just not the kind of thing that is going to yeah. get any bigger than a niche. Um, but Microsoft has. In terms of development, they have. Uh, I saw a post a Microsoft employee made, and there's a few rumors around. But the way it works is your programmers are contract workers with a limited time contract that needs to be refreshed after a break period at the end of it. So, mm -hmm. what will happen is you'll be working on the game six months then you'll have like three or four months where you're not employed and then they'll hire you again for six more months so that they don't need to uh to basically care about employee rights um and that just doesn't work with with video games no that's i don't know that kind of works that way Video games need to be worked on in a continuous way, and you can't just constantly replace the people and move them around. Because code's difficult to work with. Someone else's code is even fucking oh, a million God, times yeah. harder. You take you would take oh. almost the amount of time it took them to write the code just to figure out how to use it, and you're still not going to be super not going to be as good with it as they were because they know all the works of it because they made it. Exactly, yeah. To, to, to be able to work efficiently with someone else's code, you essentially need to make it again. Yeah. There's, I've, I've had entire courses based entirely around the idea of here's how you read existing code and here's how you use it. And hmm. the base thing they tell you is just make your own functions that use parts of the code that you understand. Yeah. It is uh, it's one of the very fascinating things about programming, but it's it also is very much like why you can't really have game developers like on a on that kind of treadmill or hmm. like just like keep switching people out cuz like things are just gonna get fucked somewhere down the line. <laughs> like Ooh. it's not gonna not gonna be good. For example, Duke Nukem Forever. 
Oh no. And that's why oh. Halo has been taking so fucking long to develop. Because while the game has been in development for over six years now, really it's been in development maybe two or three. Yeah. Also Anthem. Remember Anthem? God, I wish I didn't. I wonder if they took down the Christmas decorations yet. Speaking of Anthem, a very different oh? kind of... Not, not directly speaking of Anthem, but a very similar thing. You heard about Amazon Game Studios? Oh god. You mean the ones that made a game like a few years ago and then had to unrelease it? The ones that were gonna make... The ones that were gonna win at games! They had several big ideas. Um, their latest big idea, Crucible. That's the game I was talking about. That's the game that got unreleased. Yeah, it got released and it got released, got unreleased. Now it's cancelled and development will cease. They were making such. They were. Like, we are gonna change gaming forever with these cool, very generic video games. And they had, like. I, I remember. I saw a list. I can't fucking find it, but. Of them. Made, all these fucking. Games that were going to be, and they were going to be revolutionary, and they were going to be this, and they were going to be that, and the third, and the second. And just one by one, they've all just kind of stopped existing. <laughs> Fucking. As of the 9th of October, an article on Windows Central. I was. I found via. Uh, Twitter. Amazon Games' Crucible has been cancelled. And development will will cease. Beautiful. Just the fact that they pulled that shit like back into beta. They just went, no. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> At that point you just go, put it back oh in. boy. Oh boy. This is just the equivalent of fucking, it's not ready to put it back in. Oh no, we burnt it. Yeah. Fucking... Oh yeah, they're making a game called New World. An MMORPG. Oh god. N what is New this, 2006? World. I sw okay, I'm going to Google Why can World these fuckers not title games? I bet there's a fucking thing that already exists with that name. This the the thing I the one I kept thinking of is fucking the secret world. The secret world, the second world, other world. Fucking It's so bad. But apparently okay. New World still exists. It looks Yeah. 
I'm not quite sure what it is. Apparently it's going to be a buy-to-play instead of subscription, which is always a good sign with MMOs. That's, oh, that's a good sign. That means they don't have to care. That, oh. That's the worst, because that means that game is going to have shitloads of microtransactions. And also it means they have zero faith in it. Yeah, the thing is, with... Because there's, there's categories of MMO. There's free-to-play sub. There's buy-to-play sub. There's buy-to-play and there's free-to-play. I don't yeah. know that I've played a game that I love that has been outside of buy-to-play sub. Because uh, the games tend to not be balanced at all. Yeah, because... Like, like... They have to incentivize you getting the microtransactions. Yeah, like, I think Guild Wars 2 was up there. I quite enjoy Guild Wars. That's a, that's a buy-to-play. Uh, that doesn't have a subscription. But still, like, I... I don't, like, I didn't enjoy that as much as, like, FF14, which is, like, my favorite MMO, or even, like, it's kind of on the level of WoW. Hmm. No, it's better than WoW, actually, but, um... WoW is kind of shit at this point. Yeah. But it's, it's the amount of, like, free-to-play MMOs that always end up just grinding to a halt... And they're like, what if you buy the things to make it go faster? It's like, okay. Good. You could just make me pay a sub and have the game not be bad. Instead. The only time I've ever seen a game that is, I guess, technically an MMO, be free to play with microtransactions and not be entirely hated, is Warframe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Warframe is the only example I've seen of people not hating the way it works. And they've been... And they that's after they went through so many fucking iterations. Yeah, Warframe went through years of the very core changes before I, it ended up where it is, and now it's quite a loved thing. The first time I played the game was when it came out on Steam. Hmm. I look at the way the game is now, and I'm I don't recognize no. any fucking part of it. Yeah, that is pretty much when I played it too. I played it super super early, and then just stopped playing it. It is it's a different game now. It is nigh unrecognizable. It's completely different. Like it's in like it's not my thing necessarily, which I don't play it. But it's looks so much better now. Like, oh, fight. it looks really cool. Outside of, like, people, like, uh, the only time I've seen people complain about the game is when there isn't enough content, or when the new content isn't fun enough. Hmm. Like, and every time I see new stuff announced, it's stuff like, oh, we're now adding skateboarding into the game. <laughs> we're adding fishing. It's like... Okay, you know what? I can see why adding new mechanics could not always work. Yeah. Yes. 
But it's impressive that the game's still going really fucking well. And seems to be... I'm ready for people to scream at me that I'm wrong, but it does seem like it's always on at least somewhat of an improving path. Yeah. Also, I fucking love the, the story behind the... You know, the Warframe on the cover? The, uh... What is it called? The... Something Prime. It was an exclusive for people that uh, bought the pre-ordered the game. Oh, the and they yeah. were they. Uh, what was it called? What's the frame called? I don't know. I don't play this game. I just know the War Primes. Something Prime. Um. Yeah. It's. They can't give it to people anymore because legally, so they just made a new version of it that they can. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, um, that's really legally funny. they're not allowed to give that frame anymore, so it's, the, it's like the one frame you can't get, so they just made a new version that's better. Nice, it's pretty great. That's the way to do it. Uh, yeah. Did you know that before they made Warframe, they made the god-awful Star Trek movie tie-in game? I did not. That's, that's interesting. That game uses the same engine as Warframe. Wow. And you can tell because it has the same bug where if you zoom in, characters get bigger. Because your character is always in front of everything. <laughs> Your character gets bigger um, if you zoom in. Like, when you get closer to characters, your character stays the same size, but they get bigger. Oh. Because they're closer. Um, also, the physics bugs that the Star Trek game had, they turned it into parkour mechanics in Warframe. See, that's cool. My, that's, that's what we one like. Of my favorite things. Where they're, they're going like, huh, that's interesting. Let's turn that into a fucking feature. That's how, isn't that how they, how they invented juggling in, like, action games? Pretty much. There was, like, some... I can't remember the game. Some samurai game where there was a bug where you could hit people in the air and they went, hey, this fucks, actually. I think it's on a move. Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe I think so. Um, Another game that came from uh, fucking Resident Evil 4. Yeah. But yeah, that was so that was so well. They were like, hey, realize oh. that wasn't intentional to hit this guy more times in the air, but uh, it's super cool and the best, so let's make that a feature. I love when that happens. My my favorite experience ever making of a game is one of my earliest ones, and it was I made a game with a friend and we decided to add it so that every time you shoot your gun, it pushes you back a little. Mm. Now we forgot to make it so that it doesn't that if it doesn't push you up if you point down, which meant uh -huh. that if you made the gun shoot fast enough, it turned into a jetpack. With that's physics. good. That's good. And then we just went. You know what? That's a feature now. 
Good old jetpack. Gun jetpack. Yeah. Accidentally with accurate physics. Where yeah. you need to, where the, the, the faster and harder you shoot, the more forces behind it. <laughs> That's always my favorite shit. Like, my favorite shit that happens in every Bethesda game is that you can you can lift a bucket you are standing in and fly. Hmm. <laughs> it was what I've played Fallout 4 for the first time. And just like, I'm going to stand on this generator and pick it up. And she goes, hmm. let's <laughs> fucking fly into the air. And it's like, yes, this has been a thing for every game you've made. It's, um, I love when games do that. If, if I remember right, I don't remember what game it was. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. trying, I'm just really trying to remember. Uh, there was a game back in the day, I think it was... No, I don't remember. Never mind. I don't remember what game it was, okay. so I don't wanna... Fuck. That's gonna wow. bother me. I'm fucking... I'm on top of this shit, aren't I? Wow, it looks like you, you ran out of memory, just like this... 250 gigabyte SSD uh, will when you download Call of Duty onto it. How the fuck is this game so big? This was okay, a segue, did a you fucking, notice? The new Call of Duty no longer fits on a 250 gig SSD. <laughs> I have a fucking conspiracy ah. theory about that. Tell you me, know what I think? let it rip. I think that this is literally and actually so that you can't get install other games on your fucking hard drive. I've heard this and I don't want to believe it. Cuz like a, I would... like like a PS4 has like what 500 gigabytes? Yeah, that's actually uh, uh, fucking hard though. Yeah, unless you expand it. So this effectively means that like you could fit this in like one, two more games. Hmm. Because like all the Call of Duties I've played, I played I played a good couple of them. They've all split up the multiplayer, single player, and the zombies. But in this case, because it's single-player, multiplayer on Warzone, the Battle Royale, they're all in the same one. And, yeah, there was the, the thing that came out of the guy who was like, the one terabyte drive was full, so they got a spare 250 gig one. And they, <laughs> yeah, they're saying the tweet, the one terabyte drive is full, that's why I installed a spare 250 gig one a while back, thinking this should be more than enough to store one single game. Hmm. God. I... How is it possible? It's... I 
The only way I can think of is if they didn't compress any fucking file in that game. Like, non no compressed audio, no compressed graphics or textures, no compressed models, and even the code not compressed. That's the only fucking way I can think of mm. that being possible. Do you remember when 60-year games were fucking massive? Yeah. Like honestly, I don't I don't understand like game sizes. Like I'm I'm admittedly not in the know, like I don't know how this shit works. But I feel like game sizes don't make sense. They really fucking don't. Like what is in this game that it's so fucking big? Didn't they also Cause... have a 30 gigabyte patch recently? I mean, there was, yeah, one of my friends installed it um, a while back and there was like a, there was like a 30 gigabyte patch that made the game 15 gigs smaller or some oh shit. God. So you ended up with a net positive 10 gigabytes or some shit. How do they like, do that? What what is this? What did they remove? I don't mm. I don't know I don't know. Well, yeah, cause like it's I don't know, fucking like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when you'd install a game and it would be like 60, 70 gigs, and you're like, wow, that's a very, very big game. Yeah, I remember, I remember when GTA 5 came out, and people were like, why the fuck is this game so big? Titanfall was like that. Because Titanfall didn't compress yeah. its audio files. Yeah, 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 you're right. I remember that. Also, isn't The Witcher 3, like, 30 gigabytes? Yes, it, it, yeah, yeah I Isn't The Witcher so. 3 baby-sized, and it's a huge RPG with really pretty graphics? Yeah. How That's the, why... How the fuck does that work? The, oh, God, The Witcher 3 is five years old. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. But no, Jenny, it's... like, how the fuck is it that small? That's why everyone's being all like, what if it's a fucking conspiracy? Because, you know? No, Jenny, like, it makes sense. Like, it make it kind of makes sense. There's no other reason that that what what does that game even fucking have a, f a campaign? I think yeah, like it, it has the story mode. How but... big is it? I don't know. From like, hold on. Let's see. Single player. 
Okay, someone says it's good. Okay, help. I don't know, but like it's like the quick games you they have their campaign that's like whatever. But like even like the last one I like downloaded was like Black Ops 2. That was like 80 gigabytes total. And then you could uninstall either the single player, multiplayer, or zombies, depending on which ones you didn't want. I'm trying to find what is the biggest game I have installed on my computer right now. I think the biggest game I have installed, like the game taking the most space in my computer, is Fallout 4, probably. And that's because it has more than 200 mods installed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my Fallout 4 is 96 gigabyte on my hard drive, hmm. and I'm just going to count how many mod files, are, I'm, I'm just going to get the short of how many mods I installed. Uh, I would not be surprised if it's over 100. I also have Damn. like a few, a few hundred save files. Um... Oh god. Ah. Okay. I have... Yeah, 200 mods. That's pretty impressive. Including, including 4K texture packs. Hmm. And all the DLCs. And that's... Fallout 4, as much as it's not the best game, is a big fucking game. That's a big game. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that being a really big download when I played it. It's, it's a big game. It has a lot in it. Yeah. It's wild. Fucking Call of Duty. How one gun is 50 gigs? <laughs> We decided yeah. to give each gun five gigs. It costs you a it costs you a kilobyte every time you hit shoot a bullet. The game grows. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. It's like a metaphor. The more you kill people, the more the game grows until it's all you have and it's all you can do. Because the violence wins. Hmm. It's like Undertale. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Undertale video game. It's just like Undertale. It's just like Undertale. Oh, anyway, let's talk about something not sad. They're making a new Hyrule Warriors, and I'm genuinely so happy. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is releasing next year sometime. And it's gonna be so good. 
Mm-hmm. The last one was genuinely my my. It's my favorite Warriors game. It's Hyrule Warriors. Hmm. And this one, I think it has a lot of promise because it's set a hundred a hundred years before the Breath of the Wild story. Mm-hmm. And it will feature all the same characters, like all the all the favorites are gonna come back. We get young Impa. She's baby. I love. Uh, we got there was a trailer like earlier today, like a few hours ago, um, where they like teased a character who might be like spooky Vati. It's kind of interesting. Oh yeah. <coughs> yeah, they they didn't confirm who it was, but people are speculating it's maybe possibly Vati, possibly um. Uh, the other mage boy from from the 3DS game. But that's very fun. I'm really, very excited about that. Um, that's cool. Isn't that game... Um, the, wait, does that mean that Breath of the Wild is now like a kind of a trilogy? I guess, yeah. If when they released Breath of the Wild two, the trilogy, because they did announce that, right? Yeah, a uh, long time ago. I don't know if we have anything about Ooh. it, but yeah, that that is announced. Mm. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see IGN's FIFA Twenty One review? Uh, I did not. Oh, oh, I did. They copied the game, so they copied the review. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little paragraph that went, "Hey, we're posting the same review again. It's a three out of ten. And then it just goes into the the review of FIFA Twenty that goes, "I don't know why you'd play this. It's the same as the previous." <laughs> Amazing. It's so fucking funny. Like, because the the thing that always happens is it like there's always people on the outside who are like, oh, but every game's mm-hmm. the same. As it happens all with with fighting games, mm-hmm. where people who don't play them just kind of like look at them very slightly and go, it's like it's the fucking same thing again. But it looks like in these games, it's true, which is kind of wild. <laughs> it's just literally the same game again. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know how to deal with it. Oh. That's... that's... Fucking EA. To the point where IGN was like, nah, fuck this. We're not reviewing this again. (laughs) That's fucked up. I love the new ugly box arts. The new... you see all the, I like, don't like them. I, I don't the, like, like them. The, when they released the, like, the Madden box art for Xbox Series X, I went, why does it, why does it look like that? And now I think, um, yeah, like the FIFAs look like that as well. I was like, wait, it's just so ugly. 
I'm just not sure why. This is no good. It's I do they can they not fucking pay for people to do it? I just... Like and do a good job? I mean, apparently they, I mean, they must pay people to do it. They just don't do it very good. Man, I miss, I miss good box arts. It's always a shame when, like, a game gets multiple box art, but they're, like, region locked. Oh, um, I fucking hate that. Like, if you remember, I think Dark Souls 3 was a really bad one. Because the, the box art for Dark Souls 3 in Japan is fucking beautiful. It looks so good. And in <laughs> the West, we got the final boss looking like he's got pea particle effects on him. Do you want to see the most egregious example of that? I would love to. People in the audience, Google Resident Evil 4 Boxer Japan. Then Google Resident Evil 4 Boxer America. Okay. I will send you the American okay. one first. Alright. Can you see how fucking ugly the American one is? Oh, wow. That's not even now like look, that's not even the one I thought it would be. Here's the Japanese one. Oh, but that one's actually good. Why didn't we go? Here's every boxer that Resident Evil 4 has had. It's so fucking weird. What is it with... Right. With... This is the thing that we always come back to. Why in America, and in the West, but America, probably more specifically, because sometimes the, the EU box is better as well. What is the thing with, like, we need the protagonist on the box, and he needs to look angry? I don't know. Because there's been so many cases where there's like, either the Japanese one or the EU one, whatever, has like a like a piece of art and it's like looks really cool, and it looks like a poster, right? Like it looks good. Well, and the, then the, the American uh, one, this is like the protagonist looking grumpy, and then the title It's like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> I'm going to send Why you my favorite. Google the Echo box out, everyone listening. Oh, I'd forgotten the... I'd forgotten the Echo box out. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm. It's got the fucking bam, front and center, bam. It's got the, the half face. face. It's got the half face in the background. That's strike two. So fucking weird. God, the, the Japanese Ico box art is so much better. It's like to an almost like farcical degree. And that's even though in the box that he has like a two meter boner. 
Yeah. Looks better. <laughs> you can't see that. It it is. It's a really beautiful box art cover. The American one though is. Oh. I don't feel so good. It's no good. I just saw the Portuguese box art. There's a, there's a different one for the Portuguese box art. I I don't know if this is real. I hope it isn't. No, that can't be real. I, that I, can't be real. I'm gonna Google that. I'm Googling that. it now. Please tell me this isn't... Please tell me this isn't real. Oh, jeez. Please, I oh, oh. oh. I I've all, I can only find that. I can only find one. one yeah, I can only find one source, and it looks dodgy. It's kind of sus. I'm gonna say it's okay. probably not real. I. Fucking hope so. Okay, you want to hear the fucking weirdest example I've ever seen of localization changing a game completely? Yes. Do you know what the name of the first Sengoku Basara game was in the West? Uh, no. It was. What was it? I'm gonna find Devil Kings. Hmm. Now, guess what game came out really close to Devil Kings? I, I don't know. I just sent you the box out. Oh. Oh. Oh, to make a that's a fun. Mm. <laughs> that's a fun. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I wonder where that font came from. I wonder where that font came from. Wow. I wonder where that gun model came from. Fuck. The first Sengoku Basara game came out in the West as Devil Kings, with uh, Oda Nobunaga being the Devil King. Sure. Why it, not? The font, to those that can't see, is the Devil May Cry font. Hold on, I'm gonna look at... Hold on. Just... Devil May Cry. Because... Hmm? I was gonna say, because... It's weird, because the Devil is... Like, the, the D is... Uppercase and the the rest is lowercase and then kings is all caps. So yeah. like, is this literally just the d devil from Devil May Cry and then kings? <laughs> but it doesn't look like it is. They're both That's published. They're both Capcom games. Where? Oh god, it is. I didn't even notice. They're both Capcom games, and they uh, yeah. Yeesh.
guess what game was real popular when this game came yeah. out? Yeah. So they in the West, that game had story elements tying it into Devil May Cry. It was called Devil Kings. Oda Nobunaga was renamed Devil King. Oh. The story of the game and the visuals of the game were changed to fit the more devil aesthetic instead of Japanese. Wait, is he not... Is Oda Nobunaga no longer Oda Nobunaga? Is he just the Devil King? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's the... What's the... Why? Because... Devil May Cry. <laughs> there's a, there's an interview here about what happened with that. Um, Kobayashi-san said in Japan, Devil Kings is called Singoku Basara, it, and it focuses on Japanese history, but with a Capcom style, a Capcom flair to it. When we were making the game, we told ourselves, what can we do to differentiate this to make this different from other hack and slash games? We decided the secrets. Uh, da, da, da. We said, let's give the characters the, a kind of Devil May Cry flair. Have really cool moves, the kind of things you may see in DMC. Let's make the characters all vastly different, like in Street Fighter 2. That's the Japanese version. Hmm. For the North American one, they said, how can we make it different again? How, what do we do to make it appeal to North Americans and European audiences? We decided to get rid of the samurai. They decided to get rid of the samurais and ninjas in feudal Japan, but instead have it dark, devilish, and be in a fantasy setting. A game with a huge DMC feel. Let's make it dark. Call it Devil Kings. The main character will be a villain. Will darken the background, give more moves, more ability to power your character up, and things that for the American and European markets would work. Plus, it's not historically accurate anymore. The alterations were regarded as unpopular, as the Devil King's version was a critical and commercial failure. No more Sengoku Basara games were brought to North America and Europe until the release of Samurai Heroes in fall 2010. I understand why. Jesus Christ. It's... It's... weird. It's really weird. Oh my lord. I had lord. the Wii uh, Singoku Basara game. I think yeah. it was Two World Heroes. It's a good game. Dante is cool. He's basically Dante, but with six swords. Oh, that's even better. Dante's only got one sword. He's also blue instead of red. He's blue? Hell yeah! And he's got one eye. Man, he sounds so cool. I actually really like him. He's really cool. <laughs> it's, it's it's dumb as shit, but those games are cool. Yeah. I, I truly don't know anything about them, so I can't actually comment that much. But I just I just great. love the fact that it was they just made turned it into a different game for the West. Yeah, like really changed it on like on a core level. That's they changed the story, the wild. gameplay, the story, the gameplay, and the visuals. So what's left? Yeah, it was like, if, if they if the story left, is different, they left the sound the same. 
I guess the sound design. Um, um, sweet. Came out of the PlayStation Two. The best console. It yeah, it literally is. Yeah. I will fight people on this. The PlayStation Two is the best console ever. It is the best console ever. It absolutely is. That was my favorite generation of gaming. Oh, yeah. Like, the one after it didn't have any good games. And it went on for about 15 I, years. I just looked at the fucking name. One of the characters is called Lady Butterfly in the American version, and... Is that why in Bayonetta, Lady Butterf Madame Butterfly? I, I don't. I think that's. I think that's a thing already. Like the Madame Butterfly. Did you know that that in the Bayonetta universe? Uh... Ah. ah. In the Bayonetta universe, Dante and Virgil's mom is uh, is uh, an Umbra witch. Oh, that's cool. And uh, Sparta wow. was the demon she made the contract with. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. That's canon only to DMC1. Nice. Because uh, DMC1 had the same director as Bayonetta. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's cool. Yeah. Also, um, Dan one of Dante's swords in DMC1, I don't know which one it was... Um, is canon in uh, Beautiful Joe. It's a character in Beautiful Joe. What? One of Alastor. What? Alastor, uh, Dante's sword in DMC1 is a is, character. Is that a Beautiful Joe? Yeah, it's also a character in Beautiful Joe. Wow. Which means it's, it's canon. It's canonically the same character. <laughs> That's neat. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's also, uh, Jamie from Mythbusters has a prop version of Alstor. That's cool. Because his company, M5 Industries, were behind the US Devil May Cry commercial. Hmm. Connections everywhere. <gasps> Connections. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Is there anything else? Anything else interesting? Um. Does fucking. Oh yeah, there's a list of games you can't play on PS5, and there's like ten games, and one of them is anything I've ever heard of. So if if you own Hitman Go Definitive Edition on your PS4, you can't play that on your PS5. Hey, what about Afro Samurai 2? Afro Samurai 2, Revenge of Kuma Volume 1? Damn. Yeah, amazing, beautiful, bad game. Joe's Diner? Hell yeah. TT mm. Isle of Man, right on the edge, dude. <laughs> That's impressive, though, that there's. Like, that's a very short list. Well, we don't know how well uh, the other games will actually run. 
that's true. But it yeah. could be perfect emulation like PS3, which just had a PS2 in it, or it could be Xbox 360 emulation. Yeah. Spell that's wrong. Bit rough. Hmm. Lab Zero devs have their own studio now. Yeah, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah, they got their own Yeah. Which is. I don't like the new logo. That logo <laughs> looks like it's straight out of a 70s VHS tape. No, it's Look great. It's beautiful. But yeah, congrats to them. It's a co-op, which is good, because that's what yeah. they wanted to turn Lab Zero into. And Tia's hoping they do well. Yeah, as long as you just keep making good games and don't hire anyone else who's like Mike Z. You should probably do don't, good. Don't have a Mike Z. Don't Bring have a Mike Z. Bring some other FGC person. Bring some other FGC person, a good one. Yeah, get a just bring in Sonic Fox. Yeah, get Sonic Fox. Say Jam's a good it's... boy. Who else is good in FGC? I don't pay attention. Um... Tasty Steve's cool. Seems like a really nice guy. Bring in Wooly. Yeah. Just have Wooly. Yeah. Be the FGC man for for your new company. <laughs> Man, oh. Did you? Hmm? Um, there was something I didn't know about. Fucking Virtua Fighter Five only exists as a mini game in Judgment. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know about that. That's fucking funny. The only play to play. That's is so funny. Okay. Now that's the thing that Yakuza games have been doing for years. Every Yakuza game has a bunch of arcade games in it, including Virtual Fighter games, with functioning online and functioning lobbies. Yeah. So ironically, and they usually HD remasters of the old games. Yeah. Which you can't buy. Huh. You can't get the HD version of Virtual Fighter 3 outside of playing Yakuza. Why? That's pretty wild. I, I, Do I... they not want money? <laughs> they want a little money, not too much money. Why would you have <laughs> functioning online lobbies for a min a game yeah. that is <laughs> for a game that doesn't really game? exist in its own right? Why? That's just the way it be, I guess. Virtual Fighter's so dead it can't even be its own game anymore. Yeah. It sucks because Virtual Fighter's good. I never, never played it. I was that was one of the ones I super, completely missed. Virtual Fighter, I would put um, in my head it goes Tekken, 
And then second place is the Virtual Fighter, and then Soul Calibur. Hmm. And then everything else. Tekken's the fucking greatest fighting game 3D. But I'm from the Middle East, so but I guess I kind of have to say that. <laughs> Fucking Tekken's so good. Tekken's so, so good. good. I love Tekken. Tekken's the best. If only it had good netcode. Well, hey, speaking of... Harada mm. had a talk. We're in the announcement thing for Season 4 of Tekken. Harada was like, hey... I know you don't believe me when I say we have rollback. Something something. Tekken 7 is 3. But we're improving the netcode. I'm like, ooh. If they're actually improving the netcode, that's gonna be that's gonna be big. Cause they, they talked about the the thing that was happening for a for a while was that he would he would talk on Twitter. And the things he would say would not really make any sense. Mm. Where you're like, I don't know if, like, I don't know if it's not telling the truth or if there's like a mix in communication, via, like in translation. Or like what's mm -hmm. happening, but like what's, what he's saying is not sensical. Because they were, because like the, someone's asking about like rollback frames and Tekken. I was like, how how much does Tekken roll back? He was like, Tekken 7 is 3. I was like, is that, is it 3 frames? Because the number's not, there's not just one number. Does that mean it's mm -hmm. between 1 and 3? And he goes, Tekken 7 is 3, read well. I'm like, alright, shit. <laughs> alright, alright, Harada, we got you. But now it, it came out, there was... Um, apparently, possibly, it does have rollback, but instead of rolling back, it stops. That's weird. Like... That, at that point, what's the difference between that and delay base? Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out, because in, in rollback, it will detect your motions and try to predict, and if it predicts and then catches up and sees you did something else then it will teleport and do the thing you were meant to do. But mm. if instead of that, when it desyncs, then the game stops and then catches your input and then does it. Mm -hmm. That just... That feels like it's just del delay-based? I don't, I don't know. Because there was the thing that was always happening of um he would keep he would say it was rollback and then people would go but it never rolls back. It slows down. Mm -hmm. It does not roll a back. It is the delay. And we go Tekken Seven is three. Read well. Um, but I guess this is what it means. Like I haven't gotten confirmation. I need to read into it a bit more. It's a very difficult thing.
but and apparently um uh, markman uh current i think he's current community manager or something for tekken so big grain of salt but he like um very publicly like, doesn't play um fighting games online and a little while back he's like i'm gonna play tekken 7 online I'm gonna expose myself to Tekken 7 online for a couple of months. And he did that, and then he played the new version, and it, and he said it feels like offline. Which, if it's true, that's big. If it's true, that's that's huge if it feels like offline. Mm-hmm. But it is in his best interest to make Tekken look as good as possible, so I'm, I'll wait to see until... It all, it all comes out. But the possibility of it looking or working better is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that does sound incredibly interesting. Yeah. Because there's so many good games that I really want to play, but I just can't I can't be spending my time playing games with bad netcode. <laughs> yeah, that's just not gonna work. If you want your game to survive and for people to play it, especially right now where locals don't exist anywhere. Yep. Just you gotta. Gotta have good netcode. That's why all these weird little indie games get so much attention because they have fucking rollback. Mm-hmm. And they're so playable online. Yeah. And even if there are like bigger and better games, then it's like yeah, like they're they're really good offline, but they're not really playable online in any real capacity. So, whatever. Fucking just get good on. I just give every game good online. Just it sucks that we have stuff GGPO like GGPO is free, guys. Come on. It is, and there's also the it's successful in a situation where for some games it's better to just fucking use Parsec the choose their actual online. Yeah. Like fucking nobody wants to play Street Fighter Five on the normal netcode. No, of course not. Even and I, I've heard horror stories about Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, that's again. It's so it's a really good game. It's just the online's not very good, at all. It ain't. It ain't. It just ain't. Nah, it sucks. Especially now, since like, like I don't I don't get locals anyway because I live in a tiny Swedish city, so we don't have locals. But especially now that you can't go to locals and no one's running any, having good online is so much more important. Which is why games with good online are doing so much better. Hmm. Mm. Uh, 
My throat kind of hurts. Sorry. That's okay. We're we're hitting fucking two and a half hours, and I'm out of news things to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, I've been a bit quiet just because I'm pain. (laughs) Nah, it's all good. Also, I'm really fucking tired. Yeah. We we discussed a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Yes, I guess all that's left is to um. To go take a nap. To sponsor us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every bad episode we will ask Bad Dragon to us. sponsor us until it happens. Yeah. Um. So that. Uh... Hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> I guess we should plug our shit and just slowly leave awkwardly. Yeah. Um, um, hi, I'm Breakdown707 everywhere. I'm on Twitch and Twitter, mostly. I'm getting Control and FF7 Remake from the library. Uh, so I'm gonna play those. <laughs> nice. I realized the library had a bunch of PS4 games, and I'm like, put in orders for the ones I cared about, and I got two of them this week. I'm like, alright, cool. Shit. Nice. So let's see how FF7 Remake runs on my vanilla PS4. Come join me, won't you? I'll also probably play Hades and Genshin Impact or some shit. Nice. Uh, I will be doing nothing as except uni stuff as the norm for me. Um, um, you can find me at Skyline on Twitter and everywhere else. Check out my Instagram for photos of trash bags. I love trash yeah. bags. I just photos of trash bags and trash bins. That's my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, good, right. G- goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, and where's remember, the stop stream, bro? And remember, don't forget. That's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. This is City Girl behind me now with a song called Jiyun's Sunset. As always, more content to come. All relevant links are in the show notes. And until next time, have a good one.